0: Welcome once again to Living in the Past, we are a podcast that goes through the 90s month by month, usually, but today we are doing uh, something a little bit different. My name is Paul. My name and is Ben. Thank you for your time. It's precious, and we, we we know that you probably don't didn't know that you wanted to spend the next hour or so You're talking about a questionable movie from 1995. But we, oh, you know, we're wouldn't it be great if it
1: went for less than an hour?
0: <laughs> wouldn't the movie be great if it went for less than two hours? We are talking yeah. about Golden uh, by the, the James the first James Bond entry of nine of the 90s. Um, we were going to do a watch along of it, and then um. We decided not to because it was too long, and then we we did Die Hard with a Vengeance, which was I think equally as long. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and then uh, this is more like we, we 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 little peek behind the curtain. There's like been a few sort of snafus of like you know catching up with a guest and lots of stuff. So well, I, I said, look, we need an episode. This can just be a placeholder, and you know what? I'm glad we did it because I believe Bond in the 90s is a
1: thing that should be talked ignored about. and. Forget- Go- oh, okay.
0: Well, no, yeah, but in the, in that way of like it seems we'll get to it, but like it seems very out of place, even in the nineties, um, to have this movie, uh, to have these movies, and then when we get to the Daniel Craig era, I believe there is like a bit of a a, a change in the yard and and like in in the way in the way whole approach to things. But we'll get to that. I want to start off with your history with Bond. Are you are you were you a Bond family growing up?
1: I believe that we were. Yep. Uh, I don't know how much of that was in thanks to the Nintendo sixty four game, mm-hmm. because that was a also big deal re- in our house.
0: Recently, the Xbox Xbox One game because they they re released it on Xbox and Switch just this week. So, me oh and my no s- way! Me and my son have been playing uh, Goldeneye, Eye, uh, and it is it is not great. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, you can totally tell it's, it was good for its time, and. My son was like way more engaged than any other like older game that I've tried to get him to play. So, yeah. Um, Wouldn't the, the, it would have
1: been incredibly savvy if we knew that it was coming out and we did this because of that to coincide. You know,
0: you know what? It's neat. I, I nearly. It's, I was like. We, I found out the day after we decided to do this. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Us and Microsoft you, were just in each other's pockets. Your Bondi sense was tingling. Yes, my Bondi sense was tingling. Um, My. Uh, I've been trying to sort of think because like, I don't think my dad actively sat me down and watched and got me to watch a Bond with him. I believe being uh, sort of somewhat conservative, Scott, um, he didn't like the whole sort of sexual implications. I don't. He was very careful with that sort of stuff. He didn't want the violence of me watching I, stuff like that. your it, dad um...
1: hates sex. <laughs> Dead against it. All right.
0: Um, but he, I think like during that time, I think yeah, like it, like, it was just that you don't want to and. Watching, I did a bit of a Bond marathon like last, start last year, and um, you know, it it is, it's right in your face. Like even those, like in those the '60s, '70s ones, it's like it's a lot of double entendre and and all that sort of stuff. So it's it's probably a safe thing that he didn't get me to watch it. Um, but yeah, we uh, and I I never actually like I didn't actively seek out this movie when it came out in 1995. I, I think because I hadn't been a Bond person growing up, I was just like, eh, I don't care.
1: Um, and a lot of I don't know were... if my mum or dad were, were Bond fans Or if it's just something that Because of the game And because of the Scottish connection You know, Sean Connery's the greatest Bond mm. uh, That That's it awesome. kind of lived on in our family a bit more And then I guess What is it like Six or eight years From this From the last one to this
0: Yeah, so License to Kill was made in 1999 um, That was with uh, Timothy, Timothy Dalton as Bond um, And that he he thought there was going to be two more um, and then uh it kind of like, I think a lot of the rights and the um there's a lot of legal stuff going on for that next like, six years. Like um and Allegedly that's... his
1: contract expired. Yeah, with time. And he's like, I'll do one more and they went, Nah, we want two or three and he's like, Oh, that's too many for me. Yeah, he's like, No nah, like, got... everyone waited too long to get on to do the second one.
0: Yeah, and the thing is like um those ones that he did in the eighties, like the um Timothy Dalton ones, they were pretty really good. Like they, they, they got a bit darker, so it was um license to kill was the last one he did, which was I think uh, it was written by the guy who wrote Die Hard, so he, like had that sort of um bit bit grittier and all that sort of stuff. So um, I don't like a lot of people sort of look down on the Dalton ones. I actually kind of like them.
1: Um, and then I don't remember them that well, but I was a fan of Timothy Dalton as Bond.
0: Yeah, I think he was really good, and um, he was a bit and like the thing is like we'd had we'd have like you know like eight movies of 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 Roger Moore which a lot of people don't like as Bond but I've I've come to come around to to not 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 minding him um and then we also have the lazen B which is a, just the one the Australian model um <laughs> and then Classic. obviously starts off with um uh, with Sean Connery so yeah I I don't um I don't hate the uh the the ones from the 80s like yeah, it was License yeah license and living daylights were the Timothy Dalton ones the living I daylights think is Oh Living Dallas has an awesome chase where he's uh scooting down a mountain in a cello case. So, you know, show me that and anything else.
1: <laughs> it's very Indiana Jones. <laughs> it is.
0: Um and there's some connections with Indiana Jones in this in this movie a, a little bit too. So um so let's talk about Pierce Brosnan um before we get into the movie. Uh he was not the first choice. Did you see some of the choices that were Liam Neeson oh was my really God. Bond. He was he would be amazing as Bond. Yeah. Or a Bond villain. <laughs> Either Either one. (laughs) Um, So he, uh, Pierce Brosnan was supposed to be actually like, so when Timothy Dalton um, got Bond, it was actually supposed to be Pierce Brosnan back then. um, But he was um, in a TV show and they would not release him from the contract. So he said he had to turn it down. Like they basically said like, you can be Bond. And he said, I want to. Oh,
1: that's my Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) Uh, I want to uh, be Bond, but I'm busy doing other things. (laughs) And they're maybe. like, all right, go go, be less Irish, and then we'll come back in a few years. Yeah. And then he said, maybe
0: you shouldn't be living here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you quickly go through
0: the other potentials? Uh so Mel Gibson was one. Um, Imagine, oh my god! Uh, I believe also at the time around about the Pierce Brosnan, um, but in the eighties, Sam Neill was very nearly Bond.
1: That that's what I was. That's what I wanted to hear because that yeah. would. Uh, it oh, would be so good. It would be a very different Bond. I think that would be a bit more uh, somewhere in between Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton. I, I can't think see be him a bit... being a wild action man.
0: He'd be a bit goofy, I think. Um, and then because like watching some of the stuff he's in, he's been in since um, uh, since Jurassic Park that we've been watching in the nineties. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he could do it. Uh, Hugh Grant would have Could been not
1: terrible... do it. Bond. Yeah. Uh, and then Lambert. That would have been Wilson. the end of Bond. And
0: then Lambert Wilson, who I do not know.
1: <laughs> no. um, that I'm pretty sure that should be Christopher Lambert. <laughs> oh, man. That would be I'm amazing. pretty sure. <laughs> like,
0: where's this Bond from? We don't know.
1: <laughs> um, Doing his stupid Raiden voice. Yeah. Uh, I think James Brolin was another one as well, which uh, ooh, no complaints okay. about that. Uh, so
0: Pierce Brosnan, let's like, um, and I'll, just before we get in, uh, so yeah, he, he kind of lost his chance in the 80s. Uh, then he did a little old movie called Mrs. Doubtfire with um, uh, Mr. Chris Columbus from um, uh, of Home Alone and Nine Months fame. <laughs> and um, so he he was on the set with Pierce Brosnan and Mrs. Doubtfire, but Pierce Brosnan um, plays the... We actually discussed. He's not the bad guy in this movie. He's actually thought he one of the, the, the better guys in the movie. But he just, by by virtue of the fact that he's British, he was the bad guy, um, and has one of the <laughs> best faces after being hit with a um, with a lime that I've ever seen. So
1: yeah. Uh, but um, still to this day,
0: Christopher Columbus said to him like, "You should you should have been And He's like, oh, "I couldn't I couldn't get out of the contract." He's like, "Oh look, if they were looking for a new one. You should definitely go for it." And Pierce Brosnan thought that the door was shut. Cut two. so the legal battles are ended, MGM now owns Bond, and they ring around to some directors and then say, what do you, who do you reckon should be Bond? They call, and they call Chris Columbus up. And they, and he's, they said, well, what do you think? Nine months held <laughs> hell, Chris Columbus. <laughs> and he says, sorry about that, and I think Pierce Brosnan should be uh, Bond. So that, he actually got a bit of, I think that kind of sealed the deal. Um, I don't know how much sway Chris Columbus had at the time, but sure.
1: Maybe they showed them the uh, the drive by fruiting from Mrs. Doubtfire, and they thought, "Oh yeah,
0: drive by fruiting." <laughs> 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 fucking, it's amazing.
1: Um, I
0: watched something else with him
1: recently. Oh yeah, no, nah,
0: we'll get to that in um in 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 uh, September '95. He's Williams Millions crops up fucking everywhere in the night. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, that, that's, so that's it. That's, that's how we got to, to be Bond. And then we got this, uh, this new title theme, um, at the start, everyone was very upset about it cause it wasn't the, the traditional ding, 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 like it, it was kind of a bit, oh, I don't know. Shit. It's, yeah. It's a bit shit. It's, it's a bit sort of, um, it's very fake. It's very sort of, um, electronic. And apparently from that point onwards, they stopped um, fucking around with that bit. And the next, it was just the traditional uh, Bond music. Uh, But Pierce Brosnan's sort of walking in (laughs) because the original Bond, like um, uh, Dr. No and all that stuff, like the first three films, the person who shoots the gun at the camera is not Sean Connery. It's just some random spy. Um, And then like Sean Connery's like, I want to do that. And it's like, all right, you can do (laughs) do that if you want. And they let him do it.
1: I wonder if they redid it for every new film or if they just used the same one over and I think over.
0: for that first one, it was the same one. Um, so... They were like,
1: for like Sean and Roger and stuff, did each time they did a new one, did they have to re-record that part?
0: I don't know. You know what? If I do a, another re-watch, I'll make, I'll make sure that I... I oh, well, we ought to check this one and um, the world is not enough and see if Pierce Brosnan did...
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm not committed to that yet. You've got uh, two more Pierce Brosnan bonds to get through. <laughs> I... I don't know if it's come across yet, but I thought that we were kind of a Bond family. I thought that I loved this film. I thought it was going to be great. Um, and I'm pretty sure I've made it obvious already that I did not love this film or think it was great. <laughs> no. Um,
0: Pierce Brosnan is, is probably my least favorite Bond. Um, but that's not his fault. Because um, I think that Bonds in the 90s were, didn't know what they were. Um, I think they were trying to sort of um, look throughout throughout this movie. They do like a few little sort of um look backs to uh the eighties bonds because there's a bit of like not so casual misogyny um and just like the sort of quippy one liners on stuff. So when you get like 2006 and Casino Royale and Daniel Craig's like throwing a gun at a dude and just beating the beating the shit out of everyone. That's that's the breath of fresh air it needed. It, it needed and like I don't think after stuff like Bourne, um the Bourne Supremacy and, and all of stuff at the time, I don't think he could have gone back
1: to Campy Bond. Like you've had to do something real No New Bond is all thanks to Paul Greengrass And the Bourne films Yes Of which I'm not a fan of
0: Um, Well, You're a fool My my wife was saying to me last night She's like You watch this But you won't watch The Bourne Identity And I'm like Yeah I don't know You know what And I think I I don't buy Matt Damon As an action star That's
1: because you haven't watched it
0: I like him as um, A comedy and drama star
1: But I don't buy him As a As an action star well, Look, I I'm not going to go into bat because I'm not a big Damon fan anymore. But uh, it's a really good sale, and you should <laughs> snap it up while it's
0: on special. <laughs> uh, so throughout this, like, we'll go through the movie. We have got some um, some trivia, and at the end, we'll 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 reveal our our um, scores as um, etched into the stone that is Letterboxd.com. I probably um, shouldn't
1: have shown my hand so soon, should I? Oh no! <laughs> we know where your hand is. <laughs> it's blocking but, your okay. blocking
0: your eyes from watching more James Bond. No,
1: but let let's start when it when this film opens up and there's that giant big dam oh, and he's running along. And I'm like, I'm cool. oh fuck yeah! This is this is gonna be good. I'm ready. This is exciting. No, and wanna, then the music wanna... kicks in from from the video game that they stole. <laughs> um, <Gold laughs> in I think one of the Little reviews says like this this lives up to the game. <laughs> I was so ready when that music was happening, and like that, that huge, big, iconic. I guess it's probably not that iconic. It was yeah. to me because I thought of the game. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. This is gonna be sick."
0: And then be, he uh, jumped off the dam. Yeah, sorry, I was going to shut the door because a, a parrot has a uh, taken up residence in the tree just outside my window. So, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so when the yeah the the dam scene is obviously um, there's like about three pole scenes in this movie that are like. Just classic. If and if like, you know, if if you just much like you with the Silvature album, if you just did, you know (laughs) those scenes and made
1: it like a a, an hour and a half film,
0: this would be amazing. But when you stretch it it out to two hours, there's a lot of
1: filler. And I've gotta be honest, as a grown up, now having been told and read about it, as soon as he bungee jumps off that dam, my brain goes, He would smash into the side, he'll be dead. This is silly. And then I've, I've checked out from there. We're like forty seconds in, and I've checked out, thinking this is ridiculous now.
0: Well, the other thing too is that um, did you notice the amount? This is the, in this movie. There's the most amount of miniatures ever used in a Bond movie. I
1: did notice a lot of miniatures, yeah. <laughs> and I was going to say
0: seamless. It is not seamless. Uh, it is not seamless. It's not at all. bad though. No, no. For like, I mean, but it's it's very much like, and I I think. I mean, I know they they still use um, miniatures and stuff now, but it seemed like a very '80s thing to do. Like, uh, and back in the '80s, I think they were like, "Look, we can't, we can't really uh, be too seamless in like going from live action to miniatures, so we just won't care we'll just sort of like own it and it'll be kitschy sort of thing." But in the '90s, I think people like were expecting a whole lot more, and I think it's just a, it's a little too obvious when they go when, when they're blowing up stuff and it's like, ah, oh, that is clearly not. <laughs> The same as, like, your wide shot there.
1: Yeah, but I do have to give them credit on, you know when there's an explosion or there's fire and it's you can tell that that is, like, a one-inch fire. Yeah. Because fire doesn't look like that when it's <laughs> 50 feet tall. No. But, and and there's none of that in this. There was no giant non-realistic flames. There was just weird little explosions and little egg carton cutouts of Russian buildings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man like the
0: um the stuff they used in the tank chase did not look like brick whatsoever but that's we'll get to that um so we got yeah bond and then uh one thing that I and I think this should have uh cancelled him out as bond is apparently Pierce Brosnan is quite afraid of heights so anytime you see him in anywhere that could have like had some height to it uh which is just not, quite a lot in this film that is not him especially uh at the the final in the final fight there's a lot of uh Wide shots with Pierce Brosnan's arm right in front of his face. <laughs> it's like, oh, Smart. look, look, it's um, it, it must be him. He's got a shaggy hair. Uh, yes. So we're back with the, like, so this, is, this is actually um nine years ago. So it's supposed to be in like the mid 80s, and he's in Russia. Whoa, with the, whoa, whoa! What? Where are right. we? At the start, in, in the at the dam. That takes okay, place. we're still in the dam. Okay, that takes, like, that takes place in the 90s. Um, that's why there's Russians and they're trying to kill him.
1: Oh yeah. Of um. Course. He's with 006. Russians that speak English.
0: <laughs> he's with a, a 006, which is uh, Mr. Sean Bean. Um, the Since man... when
1: does Bond not work alone? Yeah, well, that's... If I hadn't checked out, I've checked out now because Bond works alone. It he could have been team that, up with someone this, with a higher rank.
0: This could have been that whole thing of like, let's try and reinvent him. What, what's Bond not done before? Well, like, you know, who have you never seen before? We've never seen a 006, um, which I don't think is actually true. I think they, they do mention it. But yeah like it's it's I think they kind of wanted to expand the the mythology of it a little bit uh the first thing we see Bond do is uh break into like a a toilet <laughs> where a Russian sitting on the toilet and then he's just hanging outside and he's like, beg your pardon, forgot to knock and that's like that's Roger Moore right there that's
1: um highlight of the game as well I like that little moment Claw, through the events Kitschy
0: yeah um kitchy Bond and it's just like oh man uh You know how much I like silences. Man, Mm. this movie is just silenced gun heaven. And they... Is
1: this this where those sounds were invented? I don't think I've ever heard those gunshot sounds in a film before. And, like, the ricochet sound?
0: Oh, the ricochet. There's there's ricochets all over the place here. It's amazing. And
1: they, they lifted... Like, I haven't got this as a fact, but... I'm pretty sure my brain decided it's fact. They lifted those sounds from the film and dumped them straight in the game. <laughs> it's exactly oh, what yeah. the gunshots sound like in the game.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure. Um they and Incredible. like him and him and Sean Bean are quite buddy buddy. That's that's the thing that I like, I suppose it's supposed to set up like to the reveal later in the film, but like, uh, like it's just that whole thing is like, oh it's closing time, James, buy me a pint. Like, Shut the fuck up. Like you wouldn't say that. <laughs> You're being shot at by Russians. Ah.
1: They're just a pair of lads, you know, it's just, a, just yeah. a typical Tuesday infiltrating like a, is that a petrol station? Yeah. A brewery? I don't well, know. Is that brewery? Is that where they make the pint joke?
0: Oh, because there's all the um the sort of the jugs and stuff around. Yeah, there's all those kegs. Yeah. Is it is yeah. it beer or is it petrol
1: in those things? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's petrol, yeah.
0: And it's like because they're, they're they're infiltrating they're infiltrating like a Russian um, base to find what we, what we will find later would be like the starting of Goldeneye. Um, Turns out this is
1: all based on prohibition, and the Brits are trying <laughs> to stop Russians from getting drunk. We get
0: convi- we get uh, introduced to Colonel Orimov, um, a man who looks like he's in a suit two sizes too big for him. Um, that hat is amazing. Like it's it's he looks like he's just. Um, found his dad's army uniform.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he's on his friend's shoulders. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, I'm, on, I'm in the army now. <laughs> uh,
1: and uh, I do,
0: but I do like Orimov. Like he's, he's a, he's a pretty brutal um, guy. He shoots a lot of his own men, um, shoots yeah. his minister of defense later on. <laughs> um, I do like, yeah, he tells that he needs, the, that he wants both Bond and, um, well, he doesn't care about Sean being because he, he, he shoots him right in the face, um, or so we see, so, or so we think. Um, but he says, like, we need the other one alive, and all the soldiers are just there, and they're like, they really want to shoot him, and then one guy just accidentally lets
1: off a gunshot,
0: and then he shoots him in the face, and it's amazing.
1: The um, I guess it was not really the Bond thing. It's not very gory, is it? I forget not, that yeah. about the Bonds. It's very clean. Like, yeah, we all straight-up murder people. Without question, but you won't see it. You won't see any blood. You won't see where the bullets go in. No, no. You hear we'll a shot see, and they fall down.
0: We'll see blood later, but we'll get to that because man, there's a bit. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, they're not very gory. Um, even like you know, in the in the one before this, uh, in License to Kill, a guy gets literally his leg eaten by a shark, but you wouldn't know it. <laughs> there's not a lot of blood around. Can't um, break. So this was the first one. Also, we should say that wasn't actually based on a Ian Fleming novel. Um so you can't go back and read the racist misogynistic source material on this was one. Was it
1: all I could see was um it was the name of his estate in Jamaica. Yes. So, so it's based if, on his plantation.
0: Yes. if you don't know about Ian Fleming, nice. he's not he's not a very nice person. Um uh very, very derogatory towards um lesbians and uh black people. Like he's there's a few undercurrents of characters with lesbianism in the first few Bonds, and like he has like this disdain for it. I kind of think that he was closeted um, and was just like doing whatever every other white guy at that time, just like taking his frustrations out on literary characters. But you know, it's it's I haven't read many of the old Bonds because I read one of them and I'm like, this is not fun to read. <laughs> this is very very racist. Um but yeah, <laughs> he has an estate that um called GoldenEye on Jamaica, uh where the uh the writers of the Bond Tune, uh Bono and the Edge, oh well Bono stayed there for his honeymoon and he got the idea to um write this Goldeneye song. So let's talk about that song.
1: Uh okay, I guess.
0: <laughs> Goldeneye <laughs> It's pretty bad. It's pretty, um, and you know what? You're not alone in that because Miss Tina Turner, the uh, lady who sings on that, uh, when Bono brought it to her, she was like, I "Don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all." Um,
1: and like Bonders, I mean, not every film had you know a banger, but it's kind of part of Bond's thing is like you've got a hit song.
0: Yeah. So
1: this is not a hit song.
0: I think a lot of them were still trying to get that Shirley Bassey, Goldfinger yeah. sort of thing. It's just like, once you sort of get rid of that... Because I reckon the be- one of the best um, Bond themes I've ever-, I've ever heard is Skyfall. I reckon that's still one of the best ones by Adele. Yeah. Um And I don't mind the Sam Smith one either. Uh, uh, the Dalton films had some bangers. Yes, yep. And then um, I really like... Uh, there's a couple... The All-Time High was really great. Um, I really like The the Golden Gun. Um, that's a really cool one by Lulu. And also Nobody Does It Better uh, just reminds me of um, my mum driving me to school. <laughs> that song oh. seems be- no to be always on when she drives And let's,
1: let's not forget uh, No Time To Die. Also. Yes, yeah. Um, so
0: there was a couple of other um, alternatives uh, to the song and uh, it's the- it's kind of weird because like, w- whenever um, there is a Bond movie I don't know where were whether, whether, whether these days, but back in the day, like they'll do like a couple of different tunes. Um, most most notably, Paul McCartney wrote "Live and Let Die," and then Cubby Broccoli, Albert Broccoli said like, "Oh yeah, it's a good song, but let's get someone else to sing it." And <laughs> this is like just post the Beatles. Paul McCartney is like one of the biggest stars on the planet, and he's like, "Uh, no, no. If you don't like this, if you don't like me singing it, you don't get the song." And he had to, like, Broccoli had to be talked into uh, using Live and Let Die with Paul McCartney on there.
1: I take it that means Mr. Broccoli was a Stones fan and not a Beatles fan. Because they tried to get the Stones for Goldeneye.
0: They did, yeah. And like, and then and they said, and look, that would be weird. I don't know whether, like, there's, um, uh, I don't know whether, like, I could deal with Rolling Stones doing that it would just be like completely sexual <laughs> just, and Mick Jagger was like I want to be the one dancing around <laughs> probably if it's just his silhouette you wouldn't know yeah true um, th- except but, uh, that he looks like a Muppet Ace of Base um, were the ones that had a, um alternative and I'll just play you a little snippet of that um...
1: it's already better though yeah I saw the sign and opened up. <laughs> and you know, probably their moral is quite in line with Ace so <laughs> they'd get along. Yes, we've
0: we've talked at length about Ace of Ace in this podcast. Um, uh, apparently, they had to change the script. too. Did you see that one? They had to change the script because no. it was too close to True Lies. <laughs> oh, so it was being made at the same time as True Lies. Basically, came out, and then I think I think I think it came out, and the, and one of the the writers or something went to the sh- the film they're like we need to change some stuff this is way too much light true lies for us
1: so weird yeah so i I didn't notice that at all watching it then they made yeah they
0: they no i think they completely redid the plot of um i mean what plot there is Um,
1: uh does that mean they had people from the middle east and not russians to start possibly
0: possibly uh so because the whole
1: yeah there's the the helicopter thing with the they steal the helicopter, true lies. Yeah, I reckon that would
0: have, yeah, that, um, the, one of the death scenes I reckon would be very close to the true lies, um, final, final battle thing. Um, so after the, uh, after the credit sequence
1: with the, with the boobies and stuff. Um, but sorry, I, I need to mention that also it's the worst escape in history when he rides that motorbike oh. off the runway and just <laughs> sails down into the plane. Yes. Um, which would have hit the ground by now. It manages to pull it up and fly away. It is... Atrocious. I mean, but terrible. Is,
0: it's the thing is, like, like, you have to leave a lot of shit at the door for Bond. Like, and, like, and you shouldn't have to, don't get me wrong. But Bond sort of um, demands that you suspend belief and lots of stuff because it's just...
1: Which is fine, but, like, make, make him and the plane go off the edge at similar times. And, like, he just quickly glides into the plane not he's gliding for like 30 <laughs> seconds and manages to get in. it's no don't yeah. be silly come on uh,
0: yeah I think and what do you what do you think about um the Pierce Brosnan acting because like we, sh- we should really sort of talk about that because he's very casual yeah but not when he gets hurt uh, when he gets hurt some voice some noises emanate out of that man that just like <laughs> He's like Arna, Arnie's, Arnie's head about to pop on Mars in Total Recall. Like some of the the, the noises coming out of that man when he gets when he hurt. Whereas
1: hit. he should have brought his uh, drive-by fruiting attitude in when he got hurt. <clears throat> you just have that confused smug look on his face every time.
0: Yeah. Uh so yeah, after the um the the, the, the sequence we uh cut back to London and we have a new M who is a
1: <gasps> woman disgusting <laughs>
0: uh i believe like, i mean you can always hear the um like angry white men of the 1990s of like well what's wrong with the man doing it
1: uh imagine being in the theater and not knowing just hearing the groans like oh come on <sighs> taking orders from an old lady now Ah, oh, this is baloney <clears throat> just imagine if like Pink Floyd, like, put a rainbow and stuff like this is just as bad as. <laughs> Can't have anything anymore, can we? Nothing sacred. <laughs> Nothing. They um, <laughs> took
0: I, I uh, so Bond. Bond comes out and basically says like, "I'm <laughs> He he's so passive aggressive to M, and also like that whole little back and forth with um money Penny at the start, and she's like, "You know what you're saying right now would basically be classed as sexual harassment," and he's. He doesn't really, um, he doesn't bulk at that. He doesn't say like, oh, I should stop then.
1: (laughs) This is is where I thought thought this film was going to be different when he's driving through the hills, racing Famke Janssen and that poor little girl that was sent to, you know, evaluate him and check on him.
0: Yes. This is probably the weirdest scene in the entire movie. And that's just like like this
1: 18 year old intern. Yeah. And it's her job to just like check up on him, make sure he's not being a bad person. Yeah. And she seems quite scared and concerned for her safety. And then he pulls over, pops open a little secret box that has some champagne in it. And she's like, oh. And he gets right in her face. And then they bonk in his Aston Martin. Well,
0: do they? Because the like, it's a very contained vehicle. Like, I don't, I think there might be some. Some hand action going on then, but I don't think <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I don't think you're gonna be doing anything unless like, you know, he's got like cues actually fitted it out with like a, a, a bed or something like yeah, that. But yeah. Maybe. I'm sure um, the seats go back a little bit. The music in that bit is like seventies porn music. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really it's gross. Like, yeah, it's
1: like
0: <laughs> And um and Famka Jensen like oh man, like the, the He he literally says um, and she's like, "Oh, who's that?" He's like, "That's the next girl." He's like, oh, "You're too boring for me. <laughs> I'm, gonna yeah. go chase- I'm gonna go chase her." Um, and then when he- when she outruns him,
1: is like, "Ah, oh, you'll do. <laughs> okay,
0: let's kiss." <laughs> um, Horrible. There's not um, even
1: like a rapport or like any sort of connection there. Just suddenly his face is right up against hers. Yeah. And it's like you're gonna have to kiss me now because you know. That's the position you're in. You can't oh, move okay. anyone else. <laughs> uh, the
0: the cyclist thing too is like that's very much like seventies Bond of like whoa cyclists <laughs> when they all um fall over and it's
1: when like... they take up an entire lane yeah single file you shitheads
0: um <sighs> sorry so... sorry
1: Leroy I'm <laughs> sure you're better than that
0: yeah so the uh, uh we actually skipped a,
1: um, a, a whole bunch sorry um it's so... not worth going back to. <laughs> oh, no, because... But why did we jump forward nine years? I don't know. That's significant.
0: Uh, I suppose because now we're supposed to be all on like cool ground with the Russians and lots of stuff. So maybe it's like sets up for some of the. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think they they give a shit, and we don't either. <laughs> uh, so uh, Bond goes to like a um, a, it's like a casino and meets on a top, <laughs> pay for fun played by funken Jensen. <laughs>
1: um. Which they don't like beat around the bush with that either. No, uh... no he actually repeats it. He's like, on
0: the top. And she's like, yeah, that's me. Uh, I I sex people to death.
1: <laughs> I always thought when Austin Powers came out and they were being very over the top about you know these little jokes that, yeah. oh, they're being the extreme version of Bond. But you go back and watch them and it's like, oh, they weren't being the extreme version of Bond. Bond is. And if anything Pretty obvious.
0: the nineties ones were even worse because they like you know on the one that's got a uh, Denise Roberts um is it Denise Roberts? Um Richards. Yeah, when she's um uh Holy Christmas, whatever, and he said, I thought Christmas only came once once a year. Like that's from a nineties bond and like it's not like it's actually way more on the nose than like a seventies or eighties one. Like it's it's really they're really playing up the campness of it all, which you know mm-hmm. we saw that happen with Batman too. It's like let's let's go back to camp, and it's like I don't know whether that's the, the 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 mood you want to set for these things,
1: or did they cash in on dad's like Bond, dad's like puns, dad's like sexy things, or like dad's you know, like maybe, sexy puns. Let's maybe go.
0: like um the next one comes out, maybe it was very close to Austin Powers, and they're like, well, we have to sort of maybe we'll play into that, and we'll get more people who are like the Austin Powers crowd actually go to the actual Bond. <laughs> and yeah. so we're like well yeah we'll pun it up um, so she she has sex with an admiral uh, <laughs> and she basically yeah she basically sexes him to death like it's I don't is know she, what
1: I can't tell if she's enjoying the sex or if she's enjoying the killing I think it's a, I she's think, enjoying something
0: I don't think they're mutually exclusive I think it is one or the other um, apparently hmm. this guy is also in The Last Crusade and I was like huh oh. he's in the background of The Last Crusade Apparently wow. his character has more to do. So apparently, um, you know, at the start of last crusade when he's when um, Indy gets the cross of Coronado off that boat, mm-hmm. apparently this is the guy that was looking for it before Indy and kind of lost out to him. So it was a bit of a, uh-huh. uh, but um, they cut that scene. I'm like, I want to see that scene. But yeah, this guy does. He he. Uh, <laughs> He gets sexed to death by uh Ono but then the best thing is when his corpse falls out and he's got a huge smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Um it I,
1: The Guy in Clerks. Yeah, in yeah, bathroom. pretty much. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh then we well, then we get um, introduced to Alan Cumming as Boris, um, who I was saying to my wife, like, he's Alan Cummings very Scottish. But maybe you can sort of there is a bit of a link between Scottish and Russian because they sort of really accentuate... Well, I think they, the way they accentuate certain vowels and, and, and letters, I think you can sort of meld them together a little bit better. I don't know. Like, I, I disagree. I, a couple of times I heard his Scottish come through very... very.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm only going to say this once because otherwise I'll have to say it in every segment we go through. Okay. There's a lot of people doing accents from countries they're not from and it is not very good. At all. The end. Yes. Uh, so Alan
0: Cumming, he's Boris. He's a he's a hacker. Now this is like prime hacker time. We've already had the net. You know what? They they stopped using the, the um the plot from True Lies, and then they just went and watched the net and said, "Yep, let's do that." Because yeah, we have several references to the mainframe in this.
1: Not uh, enough though.
0: Boris is very much like a hacker. The the movie Hackers is coming out, I think, around
1: about the same time as... Um... You know what else they went and uh, stole? What's that? The Electric Gremlin from Gremlins 2. Yes, <laughs> they did so. <laughs> <laughs> Someone Dawn's... thought they were being very original,
0: but they were not. Dawn's worry, we got Special Weapon. We got uh, <laughs> Electric Gremlin. Um, <laughs> uh, so Alan Cumming is a bit of a dick. He's... Um, and he's got his password protected his computer with a. Now I, I must say that I googled this riddle. What's uh, something that you can sit on but you can't take with
1: you? I don't think that's a riddle.
0: Well, no, it's and then like um, boom, later on, like Bond just goes chair.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't take a chair
0: anywhere. And she's like, and she does that. I'm like, that's not a riddle. That's not true. And I'm like, I think. She, and she was on the right track because she said, "What's what's another word for for ass for bottom?" Because like, yeah. You
1: know. And I'm like, but you can take that with you too. I think it's a maybe it's a language barrier thing. That riddle of um, what do you have when you sit down, but it disappears when you stand up? The lap. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, like, but then, like, it has to be five letters, though.
1: And then, um... Also, the passwords in it, like, they talk about cracking codes, and his first password was knockers. It's <laughs> just a little... Whereas tired. now, like, your password for some people is just, like, random letters and numbers and symbols and just something yeah. that's, you know, very intensive. Nah, it's just, just a word. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I'm um... a horny boy, so I just, you know, it's something sexy.
0: Yeah, I I just like I actually I wish I went onto a couple of um, I just googled that and then I went onto a message board and there's these two guys like fighting about what it is and the other's like no it's floor because you can sit on the floor but you can't take it with you and he's like who sits on the floor children <laughs> it's amazing these that's probably guys. a better answer than chair and then I checked I checked the. Uh, I checked the date of these comments and it was like 2021. I'm like, man, you're still complaining <laughs>
1: Still not been solved. The greatest yeah. riddle of all time.
0: Uh, after that, like, um, there's the, like, the massacre of that. I mean, of, of, obviously, like, you don't see a lot of blood, but like, Onotop's pretty cold-blooded as well as, as is Orimov. And like, they just come in and like massacre the entire uh, staff there, apart from Boris.
1: And, um, it's just like, that's because Boris is in on it, right?
0: Well, yeah, but we and they, I mean, they, they hide that for quite some time,
1: yeah. Because, but even I don't know, it's never made really obvious. Like, watching it later on, you'd be like, Oh, did they capture him and then like get him on sign? It's very, it's very subtle, strangely,
0: yeah. I mean, that's like the one subtle thing in the movie, um, yeah.
1: not like the miniature that happened when the place blew up.
0: Natalia's
1: there too and
0: she's our she's our Bond girl so played by Isabella Skorob oh, and you know what I actually tried to pra- pra- practice last, this last night and I still fucked it up Isabella Skoropko. Scorup- um Not Russian though is she no <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah um you've got uh and she's yeah so sh- she will be the one that sort of uh and like, as a Bond girl um as much as that terms pretty a bit shitty um as the female co leader of this movie. <laughs> she she does it well. Like there's there's other yeah. Bond girls that aren't aren't um as sort of they don't give her as much as much meat and like she does quite well and I don't think it's like she's she's not given a stupid name. Um she's not really paraded around and like, next to nothing. She has to like no. smash mouth kiss like <laughs> If you kiss Piers Broden, you are basically just being like smashed into his face. And she had to do that a couple of times, which, you know. That's think... how you do it. Ugh. Supposed to um, That's what, what she kissing could... is. She should have got danger
1: pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think we also uh, are just about to get our first mention of Goldeneye. Yes, Golden Eye.
0: Um, so we see the satellite. It looks really bad. It's just, it's, uh, it's 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 <laughs> that might be from the game. Um, and uh, it looks all right. Golden is
1: basically... also the uh, the first Bond film that had CGI within the film. Mm.
0: Also the first Bond film oh, yeah. that ever got onto DVD. Wow,
1: technology. Mm.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So GoldenEye is basically like this secret weapon that uses an electromagnetic pulse to destroy things. And it's gotten to the hands of this Yanis. Gremlin.
1: Electronic Gremlin.
0: Yeah, it's this, this Giannis thing, and um, Giannis Collective, and um, they're being uh, led by this mysterious person that no one knows yet. Uh, and then... So they're trying to steal as much of this technology as possible. Bond goes back to London, and he's. this is when we introduce to M. Uh, M has one of the best uh, opening little lines to him. She says... Uh, she's like, you don't like me, and he said, yeah, no, nah, I don't. And she's like, good because I think you're a sexist, misogynist dinosaur, a relic of the Cold War, whose boyish charms, though wasted on me, obviously appealed to that young woman I sent out to evaluate you. <laughs> it's like she knows exactly who she's dealing with. And Roll con- credits. Yeah and, contem- yeah, and the contempt. Yeah, and the contempt that she has for him is is great, and you don't really see that let up with um, like she she softens up a bit. Over the next couple of movies, but like you only really see she has like some sort of rapport when Daniel Craig comes along, um, and even then it's sort of like a tough love thing. But yeah, I, I definitely Isn't felt it that weird
1: more. Seeing that uh, she used to be younger as well.
0: Yeah, but she—I mean, look, she she doesn't like she's she's put. All, I mean, I I don't know. Back in the she's even not a the... spring
1: chicken, but she's still like. Yeah. I only really know her from current years now like that's how i yeah. see her i forget that you know i knew she was in bond earlier than than the current ones but i forgot that she was less wrinkly <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, so anyway someone calls her a bean counter and that was amazing <laughs> yes
0: but, but the entire she's um, behind
1: me isn't she
0: <laughs> i um also like uh, yeah she says like save the sarcasm i can talk to my kids if i want that it's like it's like she's She's very much like in charge, but she's not, you know, swinging around like a like a dude would. Like she's just very short and to the point, and it's like she's got shit to do. And so they're basically saying, I, "Look, well, we want you to go and uh, infiltrate this syndicate of um of Yannis and, and work out where the golden eye technology is. That's where
1: That's basically like the crux of the film. They say GoldenEye eye three times in and around that scene. They do.
0: Then he, goes down and sees, then he goes down and sees Q. Now, I sent you a message last night. You so, sure did. Look at Q's hands. Are we in they agreement are massive. here? They, they are um, massive. They are so big. I don't know whether it's like does, water retention. What does attention. he do with those? Like he's holding a pen at one point, and then when he goes to Pierce Brosnan's hand, I'm like, <laughs> it's, like it's like a toothpick in
1: Q's <laughs> <laughs> it becomes one of those big novelty pens.
0: It's ridiculous. And like, the one, the one point you can see it is like, he's got his hands on the bonnet of a car or something, but like, it kind of almost looks like forced perspective. Like they've taken, like, he's just in front of the camera more. So like, you know, his hands seem bigger, but it's like, no, no, he's standing right next to Piers Brosnan. They're huge. Um, but I have to say, like, I love Q. And I love like the the cue the portion of um Bond is one of my favorite things. And I, I also like how they kind of um mess with it a bit in the Daniel Craig ones when he goes and sees Ben Wyshaw and he's obviously like um a lot younger and it's like more technological and like it's, he's just like a hard grizzled old Bond. He's like, I want to listen to you. Mm. Like I like that. Um in the background of this one, there's a bit there's a telephone box. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy goes in it. And, gets, and then, like, it starts to, like, in, something inside starts to inflate and he gets stuck in there. And it's funny. And then they double down on it and about two minutes later, he's being <laughs> carried back and he's, like, he's pressed up against the window. And I'm like, that is... That's, that is too funny to put in this film. Like, this film doesn't... That's, that joke That's where I deserve. thought,
1: yeah, Austin Powers was being... Because that's exactly what they would do. Yeah. They would have these scenes and something ridiculous going on in the background. I forgot that Bond did the same.
0: That's, like, loaded weapon... Um, yeah. Level shit. It's just, yeah, it's just amazing. Um, um,
1: I, th- I don't know if it was also intentional, but they've got all this amazing technology. And then if you look very closely, you'll see a computer monitor screen and it's fucking enormous. <laughs> we can put a grenade inside a pen, but our computer screens <laughs> uh, as big as your torso. Because um, we don't need those to be better yet. That's fine, they work. And my wife pointed out that all the writing on any
0: computer screen is just, like, super huge. It's, like, the biggest text you've ever seen. And it's just, yep. like, they've, they've got one screen just for, like, click OK. <laughs> um,
1: <Oops. laughs> And I think I didn't fact check this because that's apparently not how I roll. But this could be the first and only black actor in this film. There is a car technician playing with the BMW. Yes, yeah. And uh, I don't remember seeing any other people of colour throughout this entire film.
0: No, no, it's it's pretty bad for that. I mean Bond does Bond does a thing and like that's why I reckon like and I know that he's not interested anymore, but like, that's why I reckon Idris Elba should have like that would have been amazing for him to do it. Um and the um yeah, like it's it's always been a very uh white man uh uh yeah. movie. It's just
1: I know there was I th- Thinking, was it the Sean Connery, Roger Moore ones? I think there was some bad guys.
0: Oh, Living That, that uh, die is all basically down in Jamaica and I know oh so Haiti and stuff. And there's like voodoo and it's just it's it's very hard to watch. Oh no! And also, um, Sean Connery pretended to be Asian in one. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Do you know that the guy that got um sex to death by on um, his <laughs> His picture on IMDb is the smile <laughs> he's got. Oh, his no. face. I'm like, and he's dead now, I think. And I'm like, what Proudest a moment le- of his life! What a legacy! Just like no one thought to go back and say, like, hey, my dad's dead now. Can you change? <laughs> You're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're now in. Uh, we're we're in Russia. John Doe Baker is uh, introduced to us, and he's one of my favorite. He reminds me of my uncle. Uh, John Doe Baker, and he calls James Bond Jimbo. Love it,
1: um, Jimbo, he, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, he's is his. his, his, his um, but James. Yeah, he's his American uh, counterpart in Russia, uh, who's going to help him with the with the Giannis thing. Um, he has to show a tattoo, <laughs> so Bond knows that it's him, and it's on his. I'm assuming it's like his like upper. Oh, it's on his hip, but he has to pull yeah. down his pants, and it's a picture that says Muffy, which is his third wife apparently.
1: It's... Um, I, I need to air a very major gripe here because I don't know, know if this, kind of, but so. it's not his fault. Okay. This happens often in films and I don't know if it's just the way people write it or director or if they need filler, if they're trying to portray something. He's, he's fixing his little car cause he said it never lets him down, even though it's currently not working. The mini. Yep. And they're both standing. It's not a mini. It's a, it's a th- Fiat. Cube.
0: Yeah, well, okay. It's like like a mini. Okay,
1: All right, it's not on. a mini. All right. Um, they're both they're standing at the back of the car, and he says to Bond, "Pass me that hammer." And Bond picks up. And he goes, "No, not that one. The bigger sledge one." They are both equal distance from this toolbox. Why is it in films? People ask people for things that they can clearly get themselves. Because they want to include me in the uh, in the fixing of the Fiat.
0: I think think he's like, if if you pick
1: up a sledgehammer, we can see you pick it up. Like, it's not important to the plot that you use uh, a sledgehammer. I
0: I think he's trying to, I think he's trying to like weigh him up and see if he's like, because like he's like right there in in front of the engine, like, you know, um, right in the thick of it, sort of thing. And James doesn't seem like he wants to like touch it. So I think he's like trying to include him in a bit. But uh, I I could be wrong, but um, I I think you are. In the end, I think it's bad writing. In the end, he just Fonzies it anyway and just, like, it, it starts working, which he should have done at the start. it; hey, it um, made
1: me very upset. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> the things that make you upset are very funny.
1: Well, like, the, this shit happens in day-to-day, like, pass me that. Like, get it yourself. You're <laughs> right next to it. Um, now, this is the point ah. in the movie
0: where, like, at the start of the, my notes, like, I'm very... I'm basically, like, picking up it's like every couple of minutes. Like, I've got, like, a lot of notes. And then <laughs> they start to, like, get... Further and further apart because I think I'm just watching it and then I'm going, oh, This is boring. <laughs> like it's this. This movie takes a long time to get certain things. Like the in between parts of this movie is not between the temple scenes is not engaging. Um, yeah. Although we do get to get introduced to uh, Robbie Coltrane, um, and he will be in I think at least two of the next three movies, um, playing um, the. Uh, Zukowski, and he's like yeah like he, he's got a limp that James Bond gives, gave him apparently in the past um, and he tells James Bond that like look these people in the Janus syndicate they're actually ex-Nazis um, you don't want to mess with them um, but if you do you should like really sort of make sure you kill them basically like they're, 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 the, they're the worst of the worst they're basically like Nazis that were um, held back after the war Britain said they were going to like give them new jobs and then they sent them to Russia to get killed, so that's why they've got um, a, a major grip with with the UK. Um, to which Pierce Rosson says, "Like not a, not our not our proudest moment." I'm like, well, <laughs> in British history, I think it's a drop <laughs> in the ocean of what you have proud moments. Um, but yeah, um, we're also introduced to a very quick weird scene with Mini Driver uh, singing in a Russian bar. Um, seeing "Stand by Your Man" really, really weirdly. She got paid five thousand dollars for like a day. Wow. Work. Um, and she wasn't like a starving actress at that time. She'd been doing like films. I don't, I don't know why she was there. I don't know whether she was like invited, like for a reason, <laughs> or whether she just wants to be in a Bond film. Um, because she's inconsequential to the plot. Like, it's just like she's not yeah. seen again. Um, I assume she.
1: I i know i said i wouldn't mention it again but is she russian i think she's <laughs> trying to be russian yeah i mean let's not get into
0: the uh many accents of one mini driver because is she british yeah. or is she american
1: <laughs> yeah uh so uh, yeah i i forgot that happened that uh that made me quite happy yeah
0: um let's talk about the bathhouse uh bond goes to the bathhouse um on a there and she wants to uh, sex him to death like she does everyone else. Um, that fight in the bathhouse thing, like, I, I really don't like these scenes. I don't know why. Where they? I love when
1: that random man walks in. Oh, man, he just hits him with a he bucket. He never seemed threatening. I don't even know if he was a bad guy. I like, I think he's just, just going to use the sauna. I
0: think he just worked there. He's like, uh, skills me. <laughs>
1: he just cleans up with a bucket. Like, we're sexing to death right now. Yeah. He was alone.
0: Um, that whole thing where, like, one minute they're kissing and then they're, like, beating the shit out of each other. I'm just like, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's no. not a healthy thing to do. Um, but, yeah, he gets gets through that. Um, but, yeah, his, that's when we see some of the best hurt acting of Pierce Brosnan. Like, she sits on top and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's probably quite painful, you don't know. Um, and I know a bunch of stuff happens after. Oh, no, I, we should say. Okay, I really do like the bit when um, Natanya goes to the the computer store in because she wants to get a message to Boris. So she figures the best way to do it. She goes to a computer store in in, in um, Russia and tells the guy, "Oh, look, I want to buy a bunch of your computers, <laughs> but I want to test one out first. And the guy's just like, uh, "Okay." And she goes to his back room, and then he's like, he checks in, and he's like, she's like. The only thing that's wrong is you keep interrupting me. <laughs> you need to fuck off. And then she doesn't buy anything from him. Like, that guy's day would have just been fucked. Yeah. And that's... You know what? Sometimes I like to find a uh, a role in a movie that I believe would be as close to me in real life. I would be that dude.
1: Oh, there was another one. Um, I have to rewind slightly yeah. uh, back to when he's with um Coltrane. Uh, so, when he says about his knee... Yeah. And he goes, Do you know how long the, the winter is here or whatever? And he goes, Tell him, Dimitri, the guy behind him. And Dimitri goes, Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> he yells at him to shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, that stuff's like, Do more of that. It's actually, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the stuff that's like, one one of these things is not like the other. Like that stuff and like, um. so, yes, yeah, so, some of like the background acting is, is amazing. But then like, all the foreground stuff is just boring. And it's like, do more of that shit. Like that's, that's like uh, comedy in the 20th, like, you know, in like more, more of these days type sort of thing. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like, yeah. So uh, he goes to these weird ruins um, and meets, he wants to meet the, the leader of the Yannis syndicate. And I out...
1: always hated this level in the game. Who's the worst? It's <laughs> not great in the film either.
0: Yeah, um, so he basically, there's like, there's like ruins of, um, old, uh, Lennon statues and lots of stuff. Um, John Lennon, yeah. Um, and, uh, he's like the Beatles around here. Um, yeah, so then we find out that Sean Bean is back and, uh, he is the leader of the Yanis. Uh, he is Alec Trevelyan, uh, Tre... Trevelyan. Trevelyan. Um... And uh, yeah, he basically just wants revenge on Bond and the whole MI6 and stuff like that. He's got like they got a long history. Um, we kind of delve into James's past a bit, which we haven't done a lot of up until now. But they're both orphans. Um, you find out a lot about that sort of stuff in Skyfall um, when it comes up in in, um, in the two thousands. Uh, but yeah, it's um, like I know. I'm sure back in the day it was like a big reveal. Now I'm sort of my brain trains me that if Sean Bean isn't given if he isn't the good guy at the start of the film then he's going to come back as a bad guy. <laughs> like Sean Which, Bean is he's just that's it, his character.
1: It's kind of ruined. It's one of those you know big famous twists when you watch the start and you see him get allegedly shot in the head. Yeah, it's not the same when you know he's going to come back as a bad guy.
0: Yeah, and he's like he in the 90s he was very much like the um,
1: the go to British
0: bad guy for a while there
1: um funnily enough he was in line to be a bond once upon a time missed yeah
0: out. yeah he actually went, i think it was back in the 80s wasn't it like he was he yeah once yeah but after this like he's got um so he did goldeneye um i always thought that he was in um uh tomb raider but it's not him it's the guy that kind of looks like him <laughs> <laughs> the like... guy from jim owen <laughs>
1: He no. doesn't like him as well.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but after this, he's in Ronin, which is an awesome movie, um, and uh, a few other ones. Then he get, then he gets this big, uh, this huge big break in um, Lord of the Rings. But before this, like you know, you remember he popped up in um, Patriot Games. He was one. Of Don't the forget guys. Sharp. Oh, yeah, he was in Sharp. Yeah, <laughs> every British person knows Sharp.
1: Oh, um, the British version of Mash. So there. they get
0: <laughs> okay. Let's not say things we can't. Boring. But... <sighs>
1: They no, also say uh, no. "Golden Eye" again in the ruined scene.
0: GoldenEye. Eye. I think it's um, the fourth time. Sort <laughs> of a counter at the bottom of the screen. Uh, so he gets put in a in a um, in a helicopter with um, Natalia, and there's this amazing scene where <laughs> she's like, "Hey, wake up!" <laughs> and she's like beating him in the back of his head because she's in the seat behind him and starts kicking his seat, and it takes him a while to sort of get. And then. Th- the only button to eject is like right next to his head so he starts headbutting it and that scene is
1: amazing of him just like smacking his head into this button. I'm sure he misses it the first two times because like it's right there it's quite easy for you to hit so he's like oh I can't hit it the first time I'll just hit next to it. Yeah. (laughs) So So bad. Let's build some suspense pretend that you can't work out where it is with your head and just miss.
0: Can't work out where the big red button was. Um (laughs) So then we get like, you know, I know that look, they get uh they do get arrested and they get taken to the prison. This is when Oromov actually shoots the Minister of Defence and like he just basically wants to to murder both um him and Natalia. They escape and I do love the chase throughout the um the archives section. Like that's pretty cool. Like they've they're, they're in this yeah. um uh I don't remember is that a is that a level in Goldeneye,
1: like yeah, these are all levels in Goldeneye.
0: Because I'm like, I, I, I playing it the other day. I'm like, I don't know whether I could see that like, they were, <laughs> they'd have like the rendering to make sure that those are bookshelves being tipped over or anything like that, or they're just different colored big blocks because it's uh it's pretty basic. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they she he kind of um, I know she he probably couldn't have done a lot for her, but he does kind of just leave her there. <laughs> he doesn't come back for her. He smashes through a window. And escapes, and then Oromov like takes um, Natalia with him, and then we have the tank chase, which is like probably the best part of this movie. This tank chase is amazing. Um, filmed it goes over, for too long though. Filmed over four weeks um, in in England. They couldn't use the usual um, studios like Elstria, so they had to. They used an old um, air force base, um, and I don't know. I I think it. it, it no, I, I don't think it. Does. I think I think. With all the build up to to this part, I think this, it goes on for just just long enough. Um, I also like the fact that he's like smashing stuff, but then his his head just pops up. And it's like, oh, James is here again. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's like, and I don't know, like I don't know my tanks, but I don't know whether you could drive a tank from that part of the tank. I think you have to be in the tank. But they're like, no, you have to be able to seed bond. So let's put like a little thing at the start, at the front of the tank, where you can where, where you can uh, drive it from there. Um, and he smashes through, apparently the Russian people were very upset because, I mean, it's all uh, fake, but a bunch of their national treasures basically got smashed through with a tank. <laughs> like, on, on the screen, they're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you just uh. think, that, you think that you can just smash through our, our historical um, landmarks with a tank. That's fine.
1: You have no history or no culture. We will destroy you. Yeah. Um British and Yeah. Way. As-
0: as we said, like um when they crash through the buildings, uh the facade at the front, like it's very obviously there's one part in particular I'm like that is very obviously uh uh the the foam and um paper and cardboard. It looks very, very bad.
1: Oh, like uh, the Blues Brothers style bricks.
0: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And then um there's a bit where he's in the <laughs> they do a close up of him and there's like a bunch
1: of dust around him and he's just <laughs> I don't
0: know, he's got some very funny facial expressions in this movie
1: Did you read about the uh, Perrier water?
0: Oh, it's like uh, 250,000 bottles of it Just got wasted or
1: something? Well, not entirely wasted um, Because apparently they made sure to pick up every bottle, can Not cans um, Whether it was crushed or not they picked them all up because they thought that people would reuse them and sell them. <laughs> I bet there's still
0: people on eBay selling the Perrier bottles from the set of GoldenEye. Apparently they paid a
1: lot of money to be in that film too. Really? Yeah. What a
0: weird thing because like, you know, Perrier water, like, is that a Bond fans like your target
1: audience or... Um... Do you want people to see your product get destroyed?
0: Well, that's the thing. It is weird. It's like... It's like... <laughs>
1: Perrier, you know that truck that got
0: crushed in Pont. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder if they they're actually
1: selling them on eBay. Um... Oh, I'm looking. uh, oh, it says promotional bottle. That's probably not the same thing. Never mind. So anyway, back <laughs> to this atrocious film. Um, uh,
0: limited edition. Golden yeah, gun. it's th- a golden th- gun you can buy for two thousand six hundred forty seven dollars.
1: Why? Let's you're, get you're, to you're,
0: the... You're not, you're not a prop. You're not like a memorabilia type person, are you? Like, really?
1: Nah. Uh, I you're think I was them. at one point. Yeah, I had some stuff. but yeah, you, I think everyone
0: goes to that phase where they think it's going to be investment and shit. And it's just like, I don't
1: know. I think if someone gave it to me, like if I would met <laughs> someone that worked on the film, and they're like, oh yeah, here's Indiana Jones' hat. I'm like, fuck yeah. If I bought it off eBay, I'd be like, eh.
0: Because like, there'll yeah. always be that tiny sliver of like is this real like you'd have to like even letter even if it had a letter of authenticity even, yeah. if, even if harrison ford gave it to me i'll be like you like fucking with people i bet you bought this hat
1: yesterday but even <laughs> then it's a hat that harrison ford gave you <laughs> True. So who cares where it's from but like harrison ford gave me this hat he may have just stole it off a hobo on the street but you know he gave it to me i murdered a hobo and uh, <laughs> here's his hat <laughs> Provasic
0: <laughs> oh, Sorry <laughs> um, uh, So Tank Chase turns into <laughs> He killed him because he had a
1: mechanical arm <laughs> What's that? He killed him because he had a mechanical arm <laughs> <laughs> He had a, mechanical a, arm. Had a mechanical arm And a mechanical arm Anyway the, the train that looks like an Easter Island head What's all that about?
0: Yeah, there is a face to that train. Like it's, it's really yeah. like so the track, <laughs> and there's, you know what, I do concede because like even when they they cut to a different motor transport, James is still in that tank. <laughs>
1: It's like this is just my mode of <laughs> transport now. has he been driving that tank? Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: like don't go, the don't go in there. Don't we go in there? It's it it doesn't it's it has been a couple of days. It's a lot of James Bond stank in there. that um,
1: scene took them four weeks to shoot because James Bond had to drive that tank miles across the country <laughs> to the uh, train line. Um
0: so he shoots the, the she he shoots the train knowing that Natalia's in there. And I'm like and yeah. there's one point where she he means sort nothing of, to him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, the next part, she is like, oh. And then, and then we get some, like, the weird... That whole... I know you have to, like, uh, prove that a bad guy's bad, but force kissing a girl, like, to that extent, is just great. While there's other people in the room? Why the, wait, And you're also under the impression that him and Honour have got something going on, because she, she, like, touches his shoulder very seductively on her way through. And she's just like, yeah, that's fine, go Force kiss another one. I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's the shit that sort of, um, I mean, a lot of stuff ages badly, but it's just like, uh, even in the 90s, like this, that, that, those points are the most, that and like the, um, the car ride at the start with the evaluator are the most yeah. 80s things in this movie. It just, it had no right being in there, but like, they, they kind of like, oh, we have to put this shit in there because that's what it wasn't like in the 80s. Like, it's just,
1: I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, you see when when Bon mashes his face against a woman, she likes it. <laughs> when 006 does it, girls don't like it. <laughs> Just maybe even more He's like
0: you didn't let, you let 007 kiss you. Um this is why I'm a bad guy. Wah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says like she tastes like strawberries. I'm like I don't think she does. Ugh. She's been on the run for 4 days like. <laughs> <laughs> like <she's, laughs> I don't I haven't seen her have a shower. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is sweetness that... is not strawberries. Body <laughs> um, odour.
0: Yeah, so then um, this, from this point onwards, I've just got like sparse notes of just like... Oh.
1: Ah, this is another highlight of the game where you're trapped in that train cart and you've got to use his watch to melt the little laser the laser thing to get oh, the really? steel and get it. Ah, oh, it's the best. I'd love that part. <laughs> so satisfying when you get through it. Not that hard, but you know, it's just, just cool you get to use his little watch laser. I do like his um 'cause
0: at the start of the like when when he um when he's first see, when Sean Bean first sees James Bond, he actually says like, Oh, no no smart remarks, no pithy comebacks and it's like but then like the rest of the film, Sean Bean is just making like one liner's up. He's like he's like, Why won't you be a good boy and die? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Come on, man, you're just it's like he went through like the 007 um, pun and quip school as well, but he and he can't stop doing it. It's like yeah, that's actually like you know six month course of becoming a secret agent. You gotta have like good snappy comebacks.
1: It would be great if when he sees Bond for the first time, it's like no funny remarks, but like I, I just I was expecting to see you know yeah I've got nothing. I wasn't I've prepared. Got nothing.
0: Um, <laughs> gets his little notepad uh, out. It's like doesn't nice work. Nice face. Ha ha ha. Doesn't work. Uh, shit Doesn't work. You're not a woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he tries to kiss him. No, wait, wait. No. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Um, then they so when when they get out of that, there's that long and this is okay, this is what I can't get in movies, okay? And it's when two people are like right next to each other, like their their faces are right next to each other, and they keep talking, and it's like they're about to kiss, but then they've got a bunch get a bunch of information out or or dialogue out, and I'll be just like <laughs> If we're not gonna kiss, I don't want to be this close to your mouth. <laughs> like <laughs> you'd just be like, and again, both of them have been on the run for like you know four days. Like I'm sure they haven't eaten anything. They like they haven't brushed their teeth. It would just be so gross to like, and they and do that. They do those just things had... about st- standard operating procedures. Lips.
1: Oh yeah, horrible line. Oh, no. But this is <laughs> within <laughs> minutes of Sean Bean. Like mashing his face against her face. Yeah. She almost dies, a train blows up, and then suddenly she's like Oh, James Bond wants to have sex with me. He's like Yes, I'm ready for that.
0: Also he says like oh, you
1: mean nothing to me.
0: <laughs> and and like, it's
1: on those one of those those stones they use on train tracks. Oh it
0: would just be it was so and yeah, it would just ballasts be... or something. Like that's yes. not
1: comfortable. You <laughs> can't lay around on that. And the next
0: thing would be like if they if they didn't cut away, it would be like after you finished kissing, it's like you don't taste like strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing you lied to me about. <laughs> Where's this grit from? How's it gritty? Yeah, they'd be kissing and then he'd just go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're not on the beach,
0: <laughs> but we are now because we're in Cuba, or, and like you uh. know, they, they get to um, uh, and this this is like. Look, uh, one of the things I do love about Bond, um, and, and it might be the fact that I'm not a traveller, I'm not, I'm not a, a world traveller, I've never been outside this country, um, I do like the fact that like most, most Bond films are a travelogue. They go to like you know at least three or four different exotic locations. It's kind of what you need to do to be a Bond film now. Like You need to sort of go around the world.
1: You know what's not good about it, though, is when you've almost died, the bad guy's got away, you're having sex, and the next scene you... You're on holiday, yeah. They're just like, oh,
0: we have to go to Cuba. Super casual. Got his like
1: sexy BMW.
0: Yeah, they find out that like uh, that Sean Bean's gone to Cuba because there's there's, there's, like a a station down, like a satellite down there that they're going to use to to use the golden eye. But you know, this is our time too, so we're gonna take out like the first day. And man, this is the first time we get a real good look about how hairy Pierce Brosnan's upper body is. Mm-hmm. It is a rug. It is a welcome mat. Uh, oh, yeah. It is just... Which, actually, now, later on, it, it makes more sense because as <laughs> the next scene is him and Onisop fighting and she gives him what I'm thinking is a nipple cripple um, for most of that time. And I think it's just his, his chest hair being ripped out of his chest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's braiding it for him.
0: Yeah, um, there's a... Um, that that fight I reckon is really good. So like basically they they go into the jungle. They're going
1: to to find um uh, Sean Bean and then on a top which fight. Natasha not Natasha Natalia, Natalia she's all keen for this. Like they're on holiday. They're having a cute time. And then she's like, yeah, let's fucking catch them. And then two seconds later she's like, no, I don't want to be chasing people and killing people. And then she's there. She's fighting on a top. Like what?
0: I don't know. What is her character? <laughs> she doesn't know what she wants. Um. Yeah. yeah when on a top comes in on the um on the topper. Uh, I think, and I think her death is actually pretty good. This is the death that's kind of like the um, Tree of mm. one. He he connects oh, yeah. her back up to the chopper, and then shoots the helicopter down. And when it sort of crashes in the ocean, it, it pulls her through that tree and kills her. Uh, seems pretty weak. Which I'm assuming, like, she might like if the whole yeah pain... she did yeah. <laughs> She's having the time of her life. Up there. Like, like James
1: says after, she liked
0: a good squeeze. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get onto the, um, but yeah, there's, there's a point there where she's like literally just giving him nipple cripples. Like, it's it's just, <laughs> he's just and he's like, oh! um, a purple nurple to some. Yes. Uh, so they get into the, the huge satellite dish. Um, it's just you know, from now on, it's just the. Um, there's, 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 still too much dialogue in those scenes where, like, they they capture Bond too many times in this one. There's a bit where they capture him and it's like, just mm. fucking shoot him. Like, there's no reason for him to be alive. Just,
1: just how many times him. does he have to get away?
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, and they can't find her. Boris is there. We find out that Boris is a, is a, now like working for the bad guys. Um, she. Oh, Natalia, we knew that
1: when he helped capture Natalia before as well. Yeah, forgot to um, mention that bit. Yeah,
0: that's fine. Uh, Natalia slaps <laughs> Natalia slaps Alan coming so hard, or does she? Because <laughs> there's a bit they like, kind of camera trickery. I don't know whether like she was just bad at like not connecting with him, but like you barely she barely sort of slaps. But the the sound that, that that emanates out of the movie is just, as...
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, Which he, and I believe was also lifted for the game when you do slapsies in the multiplayer.
0: Yeah, um, um. Alan Cumming just goes flying. Um, I think the final like this, is, and this is one a time where like um, Sean Bean mentions the mainframe. Get get like oh going yeah, to the, mainframe. Um, the final fight I think is pretty good. Um, like
1: yeah,
0: it's probably the closest to like the Daniel Craig because like the it's quite a brutal fight. There's a bit where <laughs> so they both injured each other quite badly, and he's injured Sean Bean and he's bleeding, and then I think sort of. James is looking for him and he goes along he walks along a a gangway and there's like a a handrail there's blood on it and he like dips his finger in the blood (laughs) and my wife is like no one would do that (laughs) like what would you what else would it be yeah what would you dip your fingers in what you pretty much know is blood if not it's gonna be rust like it's it's like it's the weirdest grossest thing um of, of all it's like Oh, what's that? Oh, no,
1: wait. No, Burr's just had its period. That's okay. Uh, he must have gone another way. That's <laughs> why so he should have licked it and it's like, hmm, that is 006 blood. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, you know, did, you, did you look into... I tried my best to pay attention to the pen clicking.
0: Oh, and how many times I do it. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a gadget that um, uh, Q gives Bond that basically if you click the pen a certain amount of times...
1: Three times, arms it. Three times, disarms it. Yeah. And he's like,
0: they're both <laughs> intently looking at Alan Cumming, who is clicking this pen just over and over and over. And I'm like, I'm sure if you actually timed it, they would have to like, surely a continuity person on the set would be like counting. But you know, maybe they didn't.
1: <laughs> they cut away from it quite often though, because he clicks it twice often and then a third. Yeah. And you've got to click it again within four seconds. Yes. So it's... I don't, I don't know. So yeah, they um it. but
0: but apparently it is armed because it, it causes this massive explosion. Um I do like how And then sh- they run into the elevator afterwards. You don't run into an elevator when there's an explosion. I Use do the like, stairs. Yeah, so that's and I do I do like how um shocked Alan Cummings is He's like, What the fuck did I do? <laughs> um Uh but up on the they're up on the, the satellite dish and it's like this this huge sort of um kind of like Cloud City in, <laughs> in Empire Strikes Back. Pretty much, yeah. And this is the scenes obviously where Pierce Brosnan couldn't be in him because of his fear of heights. Um, And there's uh, yeah, there's always a constant in the wide shots. There's always a constant arm in front of the Pierce Brosnan's face or the stuntman's face. Um, So not only does he, so he he basically gets Sean Bean and um, to a point where he's holding on to his legs, and he's like, "Come on, James, for Queen and Country." He's like, "No,
1: for me." (laughs) and <laughs> pushes him yeah. off and then he doesn't die <laughs> and I no think he, would... <laughs> he he falls a really long way and then just goes Ugh, yeah but, um, and so later.
0: not not um, high enough to kill him but too high uh, but high enough to um, knock him to the ground so he can't crawl out of the way of like the massive thing that's about to like um, come
1: down on his face like, it's like which did you read in Germany they don't show that scene why he falls and he like casts in his body as he's laying there. They don't show the explosion and it falling towards him, so he never dies in Germany, <laughs> <laughs> or he dies very slowly.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, we don't need that. We don't need. We need. We don't need to know that he definitely. Dies. And
1: because he like, if you watch it closely or slow it down, he's clearly just like jumped off something because he kind of like lands on his feet and then falls onto his back. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's because he you can't stop that human. Uh... Like, it's that response that, like, you have to put your feet out. Sort of yeah. So, um, so, and then if you look closely too, like, there's obviously, like, there's, like, there's, like, a sharpened end to this thing falling on him. And it's, like, it's it's intimated that it will be going through his mouth. Yes. Uh, which means that <laughs> the sexual innuendo <laughs> in this <movie. laughs> um, uh, And then Alan Cumming thinks he's all good. He's fine. And then... All around him, all the uh, um, liquid nitrogen that's used to keep everything cold uh, escapes and then freezes him into, like, a zombie Alan Cumming. <laughs> like, that's actually probably one of the best bits of the movie. While uh, doing his
1: invincible stance. Yeah. Uh,
0: I would. You know, you, these days, something would then hit him and he would, like, fall to pieces. But
1: yeah. obviously back then, no. The golden eye. <laughs> yes. Which, uh, for a count, anyone playing at home, 14 times they say it. Not including the song at the start.
0: Golden eye. Uh then you know what happens when you've um beaten a uh you know, a formidable foe, um, save the world, you go have sex in the grass. And that's what Natalia mm-hmm. and James do. And then you hear Joe Don Baker <laughs> <laughs> Jake comes up, Jake Ward comes up, he's like or Jack Ward, sorry, and he's like, Hey and then like uh they pull out to a wide shot and then all around them. There was, like, hidden army people <laughs> in the grass. The whole time. Just waiting for them to, like... Finish. You know. I would, it would be amazing if they were actually on top of one of them. <laughs> just this one guy is just, like, really good at his job. He's like, I didn't want to interrupt. I can fit this penis. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a thing. It's, it's
1: a long thing.
0: It is a long thing. Um, is it a good thing? Probably not.
1: You know, I feel talking about it now that my rating was harsh, I feel like I've been harsher on the film.
0: Okay, cause, again, we're gonna because we're going to go on soon. Because it was,
1: it's was. it been a good time talking about it, but most of that time has been spent saying that it was stupid.
0: Yeah, and it is stupid. Like, it's it's a stupid movie. Um, and the thing is, that's, that's, that's the thing about, like, you know, doing these podcasts is, like, you can make things better <laughs> by t- just getting it off your chest, and then like yeah. you like, and then you sort of catch yourself and like, oh, but you know this bit's not too bad. Like I will say, like when it gets good in this movie, it's really good. Like, the action scenes are really good. Like I, I will say that without um, a doubt. But when the dialogue, especially, is just it's just terrible.
1: Um... Uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan sprinting. I am a fan. Uh, it's a a weird statement to make, but I like the way he runs. It's a full body. It's a, yeah, it's a very action man sprint. I like it.
0: Um, so I'm gonna give. So um, I haven't, so I still haven't checked out your score yet. Do um, you have
1: before before your star? Do you have any, uh, like a a standout co-star background performance that you'd like to? really acknowledge and.
0: Uh, Robbie Coltrane. I'd say, yeah. was, was the thing that I liked most about this. And also the guy getting stuck in the, te- in the telephone
1: box. The, the guy that defended uh, J.K. Rowling? That's, that's who your hero of the film is? Mm.
0: <laughs> he wasn't no, defending her like, in the film. Harry I Potter doesn't like
1: exist you, yet, it's okay. I felt like you set me up for that, because I think you knew that I was going to say <laughs> Robbie Coltrane. I had a feeling. I thought it was going to be that other phone booth guy.
0: Well, they're both, yeah. Well then, I'll, okay. I'll take it away from Robbie Coltrane and I'll just uh, I'll just do the phone booth
1: But was he going into the phone booth to actually make a call? That's Cause what I he think he Because he looked like was. he was getting coins out of his pocket. Yeah, I
0: think he just assumed that it was like a place where he could make a phone call. I was like, you know what, um, Joe Don Baker, I'll, I'll also because yeah. um, he reminds me of my um, my uncle. So,
1: and you know at MI6, you can't use the phones there for personal calls. <laughs> yeah. Work only.
0: You have to go pay in the in the fake queue phone box. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh my
1: mine is uh Dimitri the the yeah, bodyguard yeah. <laughs> that gets two words. Um uh, I think I'm gonna give it two and a half. Wow, two and a half is that that's a good film, two and a half.
0: Mm.
1: I gave it Dangerous Minds you know three.
0: What? It was three. Oh. Back in um the uh October of twenty twenty. I've just I told I don't do I mention? It on here, I can't remember like I've watched this movie now three times in the last two years <laughs> Shameful. For, for various reasons. Um, but yeah, uh, this time around I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not good. What about well, so what did you give it?
1: I was one and a half.
0: Okay. I thought it's, I
1: like, I... it's too long. That's bad Um, comment. there's too many boring bits. There's far too much of Bond just being gross. Um, and women putting up with it. The one strong female character is just a rapey murderer. Um, also, I didn't mention. Apparently, she broke a rib in that sauna scene. Really? Yeah. Did he? Did he break it? <laughs> Probably. Um. But yeah, it's just uh, it's just not it's not that good. It, the one and a half stars basically come from the game and growing up liking it. And the odd moment here and there, I was like, "Huh, oh, that's, that's kind of funny." Oh, that's cool. But mostly, it's just—it's <laughs> not great. No, it's uh, this time around. I think I felt um, I felt
0: more and more that uh, it was just the the, the long bits seem very long. Like, there's a bit there where, when they first get to Russia. It just seems like it's just. And look, you know, maybe back in the day, like I would have like had a bit more um, uh, patience for it. But I think. These days, especially after watching the Danny Craig ones, they don't tend to miss they don't tend to waste too much time in those films. And um this time yeah.
1: yeah. And you I know you said it's cool for like the country hopping and it is fun, but sometimes there's too much of it. We don't need to go around the world with you. Just just go and kill the Russians and and stop having sex with people that don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's M's new
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's her sign on the door, her um her uh motivational poster just go kill the Russians and don't have sex with people who don't want them to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you might think they want to, but they don't. But they don't. You're just pressuring them into it because you're James
0: Bond. Um cool. All right. Well thank you very much for uh joining us. This is probably went a bit longer than we thought, but you know. Yeah. We had a couple of the film to cover a lot of grounds
1: um, go and play goldeneye don't go and watch goldeneye
0: yeah if you if you've got the that is um takeaway. if you if you got an xbox one game pass it's on it's free on there um and i think the switch has also got one too but yeah i don't know what else to say except for uh in touch with us at living the past at gmail.com if you want to let us know your opinions of Bond. Uh, Check us out on Instagram. Check out um, our Substack, uh, and, um, and we've got all sorts of stuff going on over there. Um, just search for "Living in the Past" podcast in Substack, and also we got another podcast called "Do i on Spooky," where we go through the X Files two episodes at a time. That will be coming back
1: uh, soon. Someone made a replica of the sixty-four golden eye watch. The golden, uh, on watch, and <laughs> with <laughs> the little the- orange and blue thing on the sides. Oh, really? It's only $40. That's
0: actually not bad.
1: Cool. Well, let's... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for stopping by.
0: (laughs) Thanks for stopping by. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Living in the Past. Music by Antigold. Check out his stuff at antigold.bandcamp.com. Artwork by Carly Kagemven. Check out her stuff at karlicagenvan.design on Instagram, or email her at at hotmail.com. Do you like the X-Files? Check out our other podcasts, Do You Thing I'm Spooky. Available on all podcast platforms. Like what you're hearing? Give us a faster review and a comment on Apple, Spotify, or Chartable. Stay cozy, look back, and relax. We'll see you later.